0: I'm back y'all. I'm back y'all. I'm bu- 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 back y'all. Hello and welcome to the I Hate Everyone podcast. Now this is a little bit different. This is season 4. We're getting into our like first 100 episodes almost. So we should hit around 100 episodes in the next few months. However... However, I wanted to come to you guys with more content, and I wanted to, I'm tired of producing, I produce a lot, which means like, a lot of the shit that goes into it, like putting the music in, uh, re-listening to the podcast, etc, 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 like all this shit is good shit to do, however, I don't have time for that, and I want to give you guys as much shit as possible, so I'm coming to you, fucking unfiltered, for season four. No intros, no outros, no music in between, we will have guests, but I want to see if I put out more shit if that makes a difference, as opposed to putting out higher quality shit, and honestly, you'd be like, oh, the quality matters, but most of you guys that listen just like listening just like to me, I like listening to podcasts, because it feels like a friend's talking to me, I don't need the fucking music and shit like that, because like, if I wanted that, I'd watch TV, so I'm, I want to give this a try, but today, today, welcome to the I Hate Everyone podcast, only podcast um, by the... <laughs> i usually have music so this is weird the only podcast with the 24 year old black magician from wisconsin what a combination currently living in new york featured by the new york times complex abc nbc and fox also pitching a show to netflix currently still it takes a long ass time trust me trust me so updates to that to come later uh in the next few episodes but today we're talking about women as you know I have a struggle where I feel like I hate women. I don't hate women, but I feel like a lot of the language I uses implies that I hate women. Um, a lot of fuck. Why did I? This is this is a day a lot of of the language i use indicates that i might hate women so for instance if you're constantly using the term bitch when talking about women like oh we're gonna go meet some bitches stuff like that like that's not great you know and that's something i've been working on i really do work on it like i try but it's like so ingrained in me from fucking hip-hop and that's that's the truth you know people are like hip-hop no it does it does i'm not a violent person at all i don't think i'm definitely not like a sexually violent person i don't think so it's like it's one of those things where it's like well it's not me so but it's like at the same time it's like i'm not racist why well, can't i kinda say the word nigga. so it's like i get it so i'm trying i'm trying my best so things like that infantilization of women so for instance like calling women girls i try to call like people my age girls and and you know it's like that's why i'm like oh it's just normal because i've grown up with girls my whole life you know like i'm 24 i've only been an adult for really like six years of my whole life i've been a child so it's like girls 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 but it's like no girls like to be called women at least a lot of them are saying that they do and especially in specific situations so it's like don't call a girl a girl especially if you're like in a work situation or things like that um so i'm trying to like check what i say trying like i said trying 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 very hard but it's it's uh it's a process but at the same time i'm gonna teach you how to trick women now you might be like isn't that against what you just said this isn't actually to trick women this is a trick to trick men I want men to listen to this podcast, so I knew if I called it How to Trick Women, enough weirdos would be curious that they would listen to this. However, I knew a lot of women would be like, what the fuck is this? I thought we were friends, RJ. We are friends. I'm going to try to improve the men that are talking to you women, and I'm going to try to help you men get more women in a genuine way. Now, you might be like, RJ, do you think you're a master of women? No, I think that I studied communication in school Which is a lot interpersonal communication And I use a lot of that shit But I've also, like I said, multiple times I grew up ugly I grew up ugly and weird And simply, like, from, like, the things that I guess I've done in my life Just, like, physically and emotionally Have made me more attractive to women But also more attractive to people Like, just candidly Um, If I was going to say, you know, like There's a lot of things that wouldn't do it But, um I... I think that, like, once I started doing these things, like, as you guys can see, as, like, from what I'm, like, maybe not as you can see, you can follow me on Instagram at RJ The Magic Hand, but I've been getting hit up by a bunch of people to do shows um, in October, which is basically how, like, I got all this, like, attention from, like, the to be able to, like, meet with Netflix and all this shit. It was from the New York Times article, which I talked about, which is a lot based on kind of, like, how I look and my personality, and that's kind of, like, how the same way I am with people, with all people, really, so it's, like after i started making these changes that uh kind of affected my life more positively that's when kind of like i I don't say it blew up but that's where like my career started going in places where i wouldn't have predicted it and with that comes like with natural growth comes people noticing and like women noticing or men noticing or whoever you like and that's like you know whenever you do something well you get a bunch of people like you know like hey sliding in the dms i thought you were always cool i know like i'm not like this isn't even like me this is like everybody anyone who like takes a good fucking picture and post it Has people like sliding in afterward you know what i mean so it's like it's the type of thing where it's like you doing good looking good is indicative of healthiness you know it's indicative of health i guess health is indicative of like uh who you are and that can be attractive to people so i'm going to tell you guys the things that i did to become more attractive as a man things that you guys can do to become more attractive they are quotes tips and tricks kind of but again this isn't a vice podcast but i'm just gonna tell you what worked for me things that i didn't consider as a young man in society and things that if you honestly do and you honestly care about i can guarantee if you're a boy listening to this or a man listening to this and you really want like more attention from women if that's really your goal or a whole goal in life this will help promise because i grew up ugly and now i'm not that bad (laughs) so this isn't like change your face this is a bunch of shit that you can do just in general to like let's say I struggle with this a lot because I like sex, right, I like sex, but I don't like objectifying people, so I've been, especially very recently, been in the position where I've been going on, like, dates and things like that, and it's, like, afterward, I've been like, you know what, we don't have to, like, fuck, you know what I mean, like, we don't have to, like, kiss or, like, touch or something like that, like, we can hang out, and we can decide we're not gonna get married, and that's probably, like, my goal one day, so, like, we don't have to, like, do the whole thing where, like, well, we're figuring it out. Like, I, if we don't vibe at the beginning, like, it's, like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, there's the odds that I meet my person and the first, like, 30 people that I meet even are very low. And if I did, I'd be slightly concerned. If you have, don't feel bad. But, like, uh, suspicious. So, so it's, like, it's kind of like that. So uh, this is where we're going. I'm going to tell you guys a few tips and tricks, things that I never really considered, things that I've been told, things that my friends have told me, especially things that my girlfriends have told me. And I'm going to try to tell you these things that will hopefully make people like notice you, or I guess the things that I've made people that have made people notice me. And again, this is just with me, but these are things that I don't think people have considered. So we'll get into the first one. So, one of the biggest things is sex, right? Now, you might be like, you said getting women, getting women and maintaining women are not that different, right? Because, like, there's a lot of guys that I know that will be able to, like, Meet a girl Or see Even sleep with a girl If That's their Quote unquote goal Which I mean It's like We do villainize A lot of times People who are like I Like you know Women should be able To have sex And do whatever they want And men who just sleep With girls are fuckboys And I think like The point that women I've been hearing My friends say Is that if you're Intentionally deceiving A woman in terms of that Like that's like not cool And that's like I, You know I agree That's in, in terms of everyone If you're like I like you so much Just to sleep with them Which is not the goal That is not what you do Right So uh one thing that I listened um, To Schnitt Talk's podcast Schnitt Talk Ellie Schnitt has a, a podcast I talk about a lot Basic girl in New York Talks about basic girl shit Her podcast just ended I think um, Regardless One thing that she mentioned Is that There's a Or a lot of things I'm hearing a lot of women mention Is that Women don't aren't as obsessed with relationships as men think this is number one there's a lot of women out there that are fine with keeping it casual if you say it and i know guys like dudes guys men bros i'm not super broy so i'm trying to level with the bros in this episode because actually my most of my demographic is women and why i perform magic my instagram following and my podcast believe it or not so it's like i really like that because i'm glad that like women feel comfortable listening but at the same time like if I can help some of you douches out, like, low-key, like, men, <laughs> if I help you out, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of women out there, give it a try, maybe not in, so much in conservative places, but there, there are there in conservative places, they used to be in Wisconsin, it's a lot of times the idea that we have to get married, we have to date for a long time, we have to talk on Tinder for six months, then meet, so I know that you're cool, and that you're not a killer, and then it's like, for the most part, people don't want to kill you, you know, for the most part, so it's like, Men, for the most part, like, you got to think of it kind of like, for the most part, women know that most men don't want to kill them, right? So, So that's a really big part. Also women want relationships, but, like, if we're assuming the person that you're with is smart, they just don't want to settle for you, you know, like, you're probably average, I'm average, right, I think I'm average, so, like, they don't want to settle for you, most likely, hopefully, someone better will come along, that's how I like to think about it, because then I don't get my hopes up too much, right, and this sounds very self-deprecating, but it's very pragmatic, it's very real, it's very, like, statistical, right, you're not going, you know, if someone meets you, and they've dated four people, and they're like this is probably the one like it's just probably something wrong in my opinion because we don't even meet friends we don't meet we don't meet people in a day you meet four people in a day and you decide none of them are your friends but you meet four people that you've like had sex with and you've decided that this person you're spending your whole life with you know so that's kind of the thing so women know that right and a lot of times women are okay with being casual and a lot of times men are too scared to ask they think they'll ruin the sex or they think that they can't say it but I can tell you like for a fact Um, Not for a fact. I can tell you an example. I recently been going on a few dates and like I said, I've been trying to get less messy. I've been saying this a lot to a lot of my friends and I'm like, we can go on a date and I don't have to make a move on you before the end to feel like it was successful, a successful day, which a lot of times it's like, I'll hear my friends say, oh, I went on a date. He didn't kiss me. Well, I don't know what I did wrong. It's like, that's not an indication of a great date, you know, and you could not kiss for a few times and I could still be having a lot of fun. But there's been a few times where I've been like, you know what? i think we should just stay friends and i think that would be cool and to my surprise like when i said this like without like touching them without and not like after i kissed them and it was like we should be friends now like you know it it was more like just like that and it's not like i think the friend zone is something that we'd kind of do as like children you know like i don't think it's a real thing because if everyone you meet is friend zoned you know you can't marry everybody so it's like it's whatever but to my surprise when i said this uh the last, like, three people were like, can we just, like, like make out or do you want like, can we, like, we can still fuck. And, like, and it was crazy because there was nothing, like, leading up to that. There was no touching. There was no, like, super flirting. there's nothing, like, I, you know, I'm not a super flirt. So, like, it was just kind of, like, we we're just hanging out. And from that, it's not like the whole, like, a, a tricky guy might be, like, tell girls you're not interested and they'll be more interested. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from what I've seen, from gen- for me genuinely wanting to just have people in my life. And not, like, have them as pe- people that I just fuck for the quantity that I dip once I, like, ditch, once I find the girl, you know what I mean? And then you're stuck with, like, all male friends and no female perspective. So, that's not what I want. So, if I meet someone that I like spending time with, but I just know I'm not going to marry recently, I've been doing that. And, yeah, that's what I've been seeing is that the, like, like, all the girls that I've, that I've said this to in the last few, like, all of them, there's been three. All the girls that I've said this to in the last, like, month have all been like well i'd be cool just fucking you know what i mean and it's like that's not what i wanted and that's not what we did but i just wanted to let you know that it's like something that came out for me you know what i mean that's just me again i i can't like say this for everyone but this is something that i think could help a lot of people the mindset from the beginning that the mindset from the beginning that not every girl wants to have a committed relationship and needs that some girls just want to fuck and they're okay just let them know give it a try give it a try maybe not at the beginning not like you know at the beginning people hate the whole like what are you looking for it's like i'm looking for sex and then people are like you are Ah." and then it's like they don't talk to you anymore but in reality they were too they just didn't want you to say it that fast you know it's all about like feeling it out i guess which is kind of like an annoying thing you could think of i guess if you're a girl or a boy it could be annoying or somewhere in between it could be annoying to think like i know this person wants to have sex because it in the grand scheme of things if we're talking and you have no interest in having sex with me i don't want to talk to you romantically and a lot of people will trick themselves because of societal standards they'll say i don't want to i don't want to have sex with you i just want to get to know you but in reality all marriage is is sex the whole purpose of marriage is to condone sex if you look in the bible or society we get married so that we could have sex before 100 years ago you didn't get married before you had sex, or you didn't have sex before you got married and if you did it was a, quite literally illegal i'm pretty sure so i'm pretty sure it's illegal the sex before marriage like in the early 1900s especially it was illegal to cheat on your partner that was like that was a thing like actually illegal so i might be getting those confused but regardless so that's that's essentially what it is so that's the first one they're not all going to be this long i promise so the second one i have a small list i don't typically prepare lists but i have a small list the second one is your face right Now, you might be, like, if you're a dude, you might be, like, I don't get a lot of girls, like, or women looking at me or, like, noticing me. And I honestly, that's not my forte. Like, I'm not the type of person that, like, walks in a room. Or at least I wouldn't say I'm the type of person that I walk in a room and everyone immediately looks and goes, oh, my God, so handsome. Like, if I, like, dress up and I'm the magician, maybe. But, like, in a typical situation, that's not what happens. But one thing that did help me was growing a beard. And this isn't necessarily grow beard men because i know not everyone can grow a beard but we'll give you a tip for growing a beard but um that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is girls and people in general women this also works for you i suppose <laughs> is people like symmetry right people love symmetry that's why babies honestly get freaked out with ugly people this is a real thing babies love symmetrical round faces that's why babies never really freak out when they see other babies but like if something is unsymmetrical, it's hard to understand, and that's what we define as ugly. Typically, in society, we have decided that symmetry is beauty, so uh, or at least in terms of people. So, if you have something that's perfectly symmetrical on your face, it makes it frames your face well, especially if you know what your face shape is and your face size. There's a lot of great videos out there with face shape and face size, and something my grandma always like really pointed out to me. Who's like a hairdresser? She so would always be like, "Make sure you wear this with this. Make sure you know this with this because it's a it's not important." And you might be like, "This is really vain," but When I look good, I feel good, and when I'm doing the right thing, I feel good, and this all kind of culminates in doing the right thing and feeling good, and that will make you more attractive, in my opinion, I think, but again, I'm not the most attractive person ever, but uh, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, a beard is great symmetry. If you have a beard, or if you have like scruff, or if you have like patchy beard, a patchy beard, not an Apache beard, a patchy beard. Uh, you can get it lined. Go to a barbershop. Don't go to fucking super clips. Go to a real barbershop. I would suggest going to a black barbershop. If you are white, go to a black barbershop. If you are white, go to a black barbershop. If you are a white male, go to a black barbershop. The fades that you get at a black barbershop, the fades, even a bad one is good, right? Then they'll line your beard for you. Now, if you're white, I would suggest if you go to a black barbershop, What you tell them is, I want a fade on the sides, not too high, keep the top the same. (laughs) I would say, like, if you've never been to one, just for a test, and I would say, line my beard. And the difference between when a white person goes and a black person goes, or someone with straight hair and curly hair, is they'll line my top, so they make, like, a box at the top of my head. But for a white person, you don't want to get that box lined, because it's unnatural, because you have, like, a widow's peak or whatever, whatever they call it. So uh, I would say just, like, yeah, give me a line up, line the beard. And just don't cut the, don't cut the top. Don't box that, my widow's peak, and that's fine. Just try it. Fucking try that shit. It's fucking incredible. Go to a black barber and get a line. You don't have to go to a black barber specifically, but I would line my beard. And even if it's patchy, fucking Johnny Depp, I think, has a patchy beard. on oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a patchy beard, one of the sexiest men alive, apparently. um It's just, just get whatever you have lined. And if you really can't grow a beard, and you really are desperate, if you're really desperate. fucking desperate dude you're fucking desperate right you want to grow a beard you haven't been able to grow a beard that was me I was 21 years old I wanted to grow a beard everyone in Wisconsin had a beard all the white guys had a beard and of course I'm always being compared to the white guys because I'm black I'm the only black guy so it's like you know you see all these guys that are like doing the exact same thing you're doing like being successful with women and it's like that's not everything but at a time where it's crucial like kind of like to your upbringing like in college you kind of like or that college age you learn how to talk to women you kind of like you know, you learn how to be a man or how to be what I guess you think is your version of whatever you are so it's like, that's kind of an important time to learn, because you know, when people like fuck up in that college age, you know from like, 17 to 21, I would say, when they learn kind of wrong how to approach women there it kind of sets their whole life, which we can see from people who are like, really shitty in college that grew up to be really shitty politicians so it's like it's not, you know, it's what I'm not trying to say is like not raping is something you have to work towards i guess that's not what i'm saying necessarily but i'm saying if we learned healthy sexual habits i think a lot of the weird aggression the illegal aggression and all that shit hopefully would dissipate i'd like to think and if not then we have a bigger problem than just men that's my point so um (laughs) wow that was a lot so the beard grow a beard if you don't know how to grow a beard this is what i did there's a thing called rogaine right If you're a girl and your boyfriend really wants a beard, fucking get him some Rogaine. Next to the Rogaine in the Rogaine aisle is a chemical called minoxidil, and that's the main ingredient in Rogaine. And if you put that on your face twice a day for a few months, you will grow facial hair. Trust me, it'll work. Look it up on YouTube, because the FDA doesn't regulate it for your face. Fun fact. I'm not a doctor. I cannot recommend this as a doctor. What I can say is this fucking worked for me. I actually did it, and I was like, this is so fucking stupid. It changed my life. Like, You would think, like, oh, we wanted a beard that's so vain. I probably wouldn't have facial hair now. My dad doesn't grow facial hair, and that's fine, but my beard has become so central to my identity, especially with it being, like, curly, and I'm a black man, and to me, it's, like, very central to me, and it's, like, for me, it, like, created, it finished my look for my magic. Like, I didn't really have a look until I had the beard, and that capped it off, and, like, I don't want you guys to think like, I changed everything about how I look and that's why I'm relatively successful now. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is just for me, that moment was huge for me. But in general, beards or glasses can make you look substantially better as most people kind of know, but they don't know why. But if you want to grow a beard, that's your tip. There you go. Tell all your friends. It fucking works. It's not a scam. I don't get paid for this shit. It's like 12 bucks a bottle. You probably spend 30 bucks total. Minoxidil fucking wild anyway make sure to follow me on instagram at rj the Magic can make sure to follow me on instagram at rj the Magic can all right so we're going on a number i think this is three now this is something i didn't understand and this is something that if you do it wrong or if you're emulating it or if you're being like presentational about it it will read so this isn't like a warning like make sure your fakeness looks good this is like actually try to care about this if you do but i'm just gonna tell you because it's something i didn't care about until someone told me right so, it's not even something someone told me. It's something I discovered, right? So, my whole thing, my whole life has been, I've been uncomfortable with everything. And all the time, kind of. <laughs> and when someone, when I meet a woman that makes me feel at ease or comfortable, I immediately let my guard down. I'm willing to talk. The conversations are better. But I never, almost never meet people like that, right? It's always on the guy or typically on the guy to set the scene, to set the mood, to set the comfort, right? And... You know, you typically if you talk to a guy friend, typically I don't hear like I met a girl. She's super weird. But girls are always like I met a guy super weird and super creepy. And it kind of like begs the question. Are men just weirder and creepier exponentially by default or are women just like do they just show things like that in different ways? Right. So. So that's not really related to the point. I don't know. That's kind of a weird tangent. So my, my point here, my third point is if you want to, quote unquote, trick women, get women. I don't know what you're trying to do. If you want to finesse i'd say finesse a a girlfriend if you finally want like a girlfriend or something like that and i don't have a girlfriend so i don't know why i'm saying this but this is a big thing with my friends you need to make them comfortable and it's not like do you want water do you want food what do you want to watch on netflix are you comfortable are you good do you want some pants like that's not what it is that's not what it is you know so like you'll meet guys like that that freak out because they think i need to make this girl comfortable so i can fuck and that's what it is but for me like i want someone to be comfortable so it's not awkward because I know if a girl is comfortable and we're hanging out, then like I'll have a much better time than if she's super anxious and tight. And I know you've seen it, the crossed arms, the crossed legs and guys do this too. Everyone does it. I do it myself, but I try to make other people comfortable. And how I do that specifically is like my tone of voice. I talk like this naturally, but like, maybe I'll do a little bit, like a little bit softer. And just because like, you never know who's experienced a partner that's aggressive. And if you're, if you're (laughs) ha ha ha, yeah, really strong, like, you don't know, like, that's, like, could be traumatizing to somebody, and I I hate the word traumatizing, because it's a real pussy word, Oh fuck, I shouldn't say that, it's gendered, see, exactly, violence against women, uh, it's a real, like, cop-out word, you know what I mean, like, traumatized like just by raising your voice you could scare someone but you really could you know and just like touching someone the wrong way you could remind them of an ex-boyfriend or something like that so I try not to touch people like so I won't touch people physically you know if I meet them and they want to give me like a hug like I'll hug them you know what I mean but like I don't like unnecessarily touch people I never like grab someone by the hand or grab someone like behind hello this is RJ as I do sometimes from the past and I want to interject something in here now When I was listening to this, I realized I sounded a little self-righteous. And I'm like, it sounds like I'm saying I've never done any of these things. I'm definitely not saying I've never, like, hugged someone and had an awkward hug. I'm definitely not saying I've never, like, grabbed someone's hand. I'm definitely not saying I haven't, like, been a weirdo at a party. So it's, like, it's a hard thing because, like, as an adult, you try to reconcile, like, you know, when you went to that basement party and you, like, grabbed someone's butt and you're like, ah, man today i could get canceled for that you know like all this all this shit that like was like not okay but it was the way like like i think i might have mentioned in a episode like for instance dancing now when i go to clubs i don't dance with women because like Specifically Well I don't want to say that Now if I go to clubs That aren't like Super like LGBTQ inclusive I don't dance with people Because if I go to an LGBTQ club People will come up to you You can go up to people And be like Hey do you want to dance And I'll be like yeah But at a regular club They're like Ah, That's so weird He just asked me to dance Because like My friends are like Yo This is what you do You go up to a girl you just get behind them and i don't go out with these friends anymore but you go up to a girl you just get behind them and then you just start and like literally like the old ugly dude that i'm with is just going up behind girls and it's like they don't care who it is but like he just go but i'm like i just can't like just go up behind someone anymore like back when i was like a kid like at fucking college or whatever like i might do that shit but like now it's like, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's strange to do the whole, like, guess who? Like, it's me, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit strange to me now. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound as self-righteous as I was like, I've never done anything wrong. I've never done anything that I've regretted, but I was definitely like. I definitely don't do anything like that now, and I've definitely not done anything that wouldn't allow me to run for president. I'd like to think so <laughs> oh no, that is a very low standard in twenty two thousand eight in two thousand eight let's say, and I wanted to interject one last thing. this is a kind of a sub point, so I talk about I think five different things, but I wanted to add one more in, and the thing that the, the tip is kind of related to this, and it's to drop the masculinity, right so men were conditioned to think that we're supposed to be super masculine super tough all the time that we're supposed to fish we're supposed to hunt we're supposed to play sports because that's what girls like and theoretically yes however once we're out of fucking college if you didn't go to college once you're out of fucking high school or whatever the fuck like age it is that sports and shit is impressive like it doesn't even matter you know what i mean like if you're a ex-football player and you're 26 who cares you know what i mean And it's like Anyone over the age of 26 that's like conventionally attractive or has real staying power in American pop culture, if you think about it, which is kind of the standard in how we justify beauty. And you might be like, I don't base my beauty on celebrities. Well, then why don't you wear fucking kimonos, bitch? Like It's like, if you're you're really fucking like, hey, I'm Chad, and I dress how I want to dress because I'm a man and I'm in America, that's not how you are. Because people in China wear different shit. People in Japan wear different shit. People in Africa wear different shit. You wear different shit to a funeral based on American pop culture if you don't believe me, look at a movie from the 1910s and then see a funeral scene and look at it now. It's different. We just dress differently. So, are we dress differently based on our culture. So, we have this, this air of masculinity that we think we all have to have to get girls. And the thing is, anyone over the age of 26 that women look at as, like, attractive. So, for instance, Johnny Depp, pre the creepy. Um, let's say Prince. Like, he had millions of, like, cult fans, right? You got, like, frank ocean who's gay yeah but like i mean like fucking people love fucking frank ocean you know what i mean like all of these guys who are traditionally more feminine have these like very intense and large fan bases and these guys that are like super like you don't like really like maybe on conservative twitter but you don't see people like fucking tom brady whoop whoop yeah brett Favre yeah give me some of that and like it's like jason momoa yes i'll say but like jason momoa is still like a fucking soft boy you know what i mean so it's like I think we've gotten this thing where we think we have to be masculine to get women. And I think the more feminine, not the more feminine you are, the more women you get, not exactly, but I think people who can incorporate their feminine aspects into their their, their kind of swag or the way they operate are the people who really uh, succeed. And I'll give you an example. One of my friends, Mac, has the longest and prettiest eyelashes of anyone that I've ever seen, right? And Mac has more women like fawning over i shouldn't be like this hypothetical person has more women fawning over him than like anyone i've ever seen and he's just a genuinely sweet like, kid you know he's a genuinely sweet guy and that and it's like whenever you ask anyone about mac they're always like oh his eyelashes are just so and it's like that's a traditionally girly thing bushy long eyelashes but at the same time it's like that's the thing that people notice because it's pretty and like women like pretty things and pretty men and like you know what i mean so it's like you don't always have to be like super rough and tumble masculine gross and dirty (laughs) to get a woman actually that's probably not the case to get like a you know i'd want a woman that cares that i'm clean so i mean hey there we go so moving on before just a reminder we were talking about i can't remember we're going right back into the podcast the back or anything like that like when i especially not when i first meet them and like that's a huge thing like guys love to fucking touch girls by the small the back and shit like that and some girls like that you know i, f- I feel like that's like a definitely like it's a, a place that like people like but not if someone doesn't know you and i'm really like not a touchy person so this is why it's easy for me so if you're like oh you just does not touch me just through the podcast like i don't get touched really like i'm not a touchy person i cringe when i think of touch and i also jump when people touch me it's just like how i am and it's probably from like Traumatic like traumatic experiences of like my stepdad when I was a kid honestly like it's like not like sexually But like I was just like beat a lot by as a child. So it like made me like hate physical contact so like that's probably I've never said that out loud, but um Things like that. So I try to like, you know, have my voice kind of in a way where it's, like, relaxing, you know, like, like my, my softer voice, because I'm not trying to prove that I'm fucking manly here, I'm just trying to, like, talk how I would talk to my mom, almost, so, like, I do that, I have, like, a lot of lights in my room, because the soft light is better than, harsh light is annoying, like, the bright white light is annoying, and I don't have the soft light specifically for women, I like the soft lights, I think it's really cute, reminds me of a little European scene, however, it's something I've noticed that, like, when, I don't even turn on my main light anymore. I only have twinkle lights that go around my room. And it just creates this vibe and this atmosphere that's very calming. I always have one thing that is so important about this is having a room that smells and looks good. If your goal, again, is truly because you just want to meet more women that you can have a connection with to try to find who you're trying to find. Or maybe your goal is to just have sex, but you know, you're just trying to meet women that are cool with that too. Like a big thing with comfort is fucking having a room that smells good there's so many places i go where it smells gross at the beginning and i automatically decide i will not have sex with the person and like you know it's again it's just is the thing where it's like guy a guy to suddenly doesn't want to have sex like everyone i meet i like to think not everyone i meet but how do i explain this people i meet typically like me and i know a lot of you guys are the same way you know a lot of times like people i meet it's not like i don't get like ghosted a ton a ton you know but i also don't You know shoot for people I know wouldn't like me If that makes sense So it's like Comfort is such a big thing Because it's people always assume comfort but that's not what it is you know so it's like the, i need a place that smells good because i like i walk in a place and it smells like cats and it's like this is disgusting like you're gross and you probably taste like cats because girls that smell like cats kiss their cats on the lips and it's like <laughs> it's gross you know it's like to me but like if you have cats and you know they, they have cats like do whatever you do you know don't change your whole life and think you have to fucking pine saw your place just because you, you know it smells a little like cats but with a grain of salt you know If if your place smells disgustingly like cats and you invite someone over that's gross you know what i mean and like another thing is having like a nice room it's like i've actually put effort into decorating and this is the first time in my life i have because it's the first time i've been somewhere a whole year you know that i wouldn't and i knew i wouldn't have to move right away and it's just only my things so i really put a lot of effort into making it look how i want it to look this isn't like making it look nice like bohemian or making it look super like um, what's the word for like Norwegian and Swedish, like Nordic? Not making it look like super like. It doesn't look like an IKEA. Like my place is like. My main thing is it has like a lot of character, a lot of vintage things in it. I like a lot of like cool, like you know, like a lot of good lighting, a lot of like cool things that you look at it and go, oh, what does this do? That's cool. Where'd you get that? I like a lot of shit like that. And it makes like a lot of conversation pieces, you know, you can look around the room and talk about the shit for hours, you know what I mean, not just, everything I have is a story. And that, again, you don't go out and do, like, find exactly what I'm finding, because this isn't an advice podcast, even if it was, I don't think you would take the advice, because I'm just me. But what I am telling you is, like, having somewhere that's comfortable to live, comfortable seating, comfortable lighting, making your voice comfortable, making your aura feel comfortable without making it feel fake you really have to put effort into, like, how can I make someone feel comfortable here, you know, and if you do that, and you feel comfortable, it'll work, and the word comfortable, I've been throwing around a lot, but it's really so, so, so important, and, like, for instance, in my journey of, like, finding, like, trying to find a girlfriend, I guess, like, I've noticed girls will have responded much like more like like better i've had to do a lot less work in general like proving that i'm like a decent guy once they see your place is like not even nice like a nice place which is when they see it's put together and that you have a style and that you're comforting because if it's just like you have an empty fucking room you know people might not want to fuck. you know and i was on an air mattress i was one of those air mattress motherfuckers mainly because one of my homies from college you know who you are uh, when I didn't know anything about college, his mom was all like, yo, like, I got, like, I got him, um, it was actually Jake, I got Jake an air mattress, and, like, Jake, like, Jake's mom, like, knows everything, you know what I mean, so, like, she's, like, the the group mom, so she's, like, I got Jake an air mattress, and I got, like, this really nice memory foam pad, and the mattress is cool, because you plug it in, and as it deflates, it will inflate, like, through the day, so he had, like, a really, really nice, like, little air mattress, and it was actually, like, really great for, like, Uh, his room because I think it was like queen size or it was pretty big and it was like felt better than a normal bed in my opinion but like I was like oh yeah I'll do that and I went to the store and I didn't know that air mattress was like fucking like 300 fucking dollars or some shit like that and she got it from like Costco or something so like I had to like find one and I was like oh I got one for like 100 and I'm like this will work and I should have just spent money and got like a bed for a few years but instead I got this like $100 air mattress that would constantly fucking deflate and Wisconsin gets to be like negative 50 so it would be like deflating I would plug it in (laughs) and a girl will come over, and be like, oh, sorry, let me flip my mattress, it has a memory foam pad, though, it's nice, and I did that for probably, like, two years, and I didn't realize, like, yo, man, like, it's, like, looking back, it was kind of funny, my room was fine, like, it was cute, but, like, (laughs) it was a little, it was describing it, yo, I used to date this magician with an air mattress, it was, like, a little bit, uh, ooh, you know what I mean, so, comfort is a big thing and again you can't fake comfort try to actually make people feel comfort and actually care because if you are trying to make someone feel comfortable you are obviously caring and that that's what it that's what it's emulating or showing and like if I can encourage you guys to like for the sake of vagina care about women then fuck, fucking do it you know if that's what it fucking takes but yeah that's why that's like that's at least a good reason at least one if you like for some reason listening to this and you're like I don't really care about women that much at least for the sake of your future wife care about women but one other thing I didn't consider about comfort is, uh, this, I haven't used too much in the last few months, uh, cause I don't really like have a, a, a ton of people like staying over, you know what I mean? But like, if you have someone that you really want to stay over someone, like I've been with women that like, I really liked them and they just would never stay over and cause they always felt weird or something like that. And I figured out it wasn't because they were weird. I learned this from schnitt talk too, or it wasn't because they, like they felt weird. It was because. Um, A lot of guys don't have the stuff women need to settle down for the night. So, for instance, let's say you really like someone and you finally want her to stay like over for the night and you're like, why does she always leave? A good reason, most likely, or at least a good reason is that you don't have the shit that you need. uh, She needs to go to sleep right so one you need a fucking nice bed and a clean bed you don't need a nice bed in a clean bed you kind of just need somewhere to sleep but theoretically like no girl wants to like sleep in a dirty bed so like dirty sheets are a no-go for me but like I, it's you know it's to each their own so the second thing is that face wash Women love face wash because they wear makeup. Right. And they need something that's going to like cut through makeup. That's something guys don't think about. I'm sure if you're a guy, you probably don't think about face wash. And if you do think about face wash, you probably think about the scented ones or the three in one face wash or at least the things that I was using for a long time. Um, and women use very specific face wash like they, they use like makeup wipes. You makeup wipes with like a cleanser something like unscented typically is what i find like from my like again i have a lot of girlfriends from like when i was in college and i like to ask them questions and i don't think a lot of like heterosexual guys ask their girl questions like girlfriends questions about girls enough like good questions not like what do girls want like in reality girls want money cars good jobs um equal health care uh equal opportunity uh long hair short hair um underwear not underwear jeans um birds dogs like women want everything that people want you know but if you're like what do women want and like a girl was like really wanted to steal over your house and you had nothing to wash her face with the answer would probably be a towel you know so it's like think practically pragmatically so like yeah that was a thing that like ellie and Talk was always talking about how she would sleep over a guys house and they would have like no towels no face wash none of that shit so like i started buying like Good towels, mainly because, like, I realized that, like, I smell better if I use fresh towels, and I can have seven or eight towels, and, like, you know, I have, like, and Jonah, if you're listening to this, Jonah stayed over, did not have a towel for Jonah, because I used all my towels, Jonah, don't call me out for lying, like, I have towels, I promise, anyway, moving on, Um, so I have uh, a bunch of towels that I try to keep clean, I have, um, Like, a bunch of different, like... Like, I have a face wash that I typically use. It's like a cleanser. I have, like, a face lotion. Very important. Ponds is classic. Like, just any face lotion that's unscented. You don't want a scented face lotion. Um, Let me think. You don't want three-in-one shampoo. If you have three-in-one shampoo, a girl will not stay over. For typically. Typically. Because you have to think also. Uh, And this also works for, like, gay men a lot of times. And this works for some men. Like, maybe, like, if a man has a really strict skincare routine. But, um... With like three in one shampoo and conditioner, like you know, no one wants to leave your house looking substantially worse and walk all the way home and look crazy. So you like at least at the basic stuff. If you have the things that a woman would need to let not look crazy walking home, you know that would I think increase your chances of having someone stay over. Now this isn't like, hey girl, want to have sex? It's like no. It's like well, why not? I have fucking face cream. Is that not what I'm saying? I'm saying if I really liked a woman and she was like always leaving and I didn't know why, this is what I figured out that's what it was, and then once, like, that happened, I would, like, meet a woman, and she would, like, you know, she might want to stay over, and then I'd be, like, oh, like, you want to stay over, like, I have fun, uh, do you want to, like, wash your face, she'd be, like, yeah, actually, I'm, like, oh, I have some face wash and, like, a towel, and she'd be, like, huh, thank you, and it's, like, if you have this shit, like, they know you take care of yourself, especially, like, if you, like, I don't even use, like, soaps with sulfates anymore like i use like this really like natural like aloe soap because like women are on to some good shit like a lot of women i won't say all of but a lot of women are on to good shit obviously and like the things we like about women are just attractive in general soft skin soft hair nice clear skin you know like uh, like good fitting clothes like those are just good things in general so like yeah i try to have a general air of comfort but also having the things that people will need Uh, to stay over and that's just good for like a good host in general like you know so my friend can use a face wash whoever it is you know what I mean because I have a futon and I live alone so that is something that people don't consider I know a lot of I feel like I can hear the women nodding I feel like because I'm really glad that like you guys are fucking like saying this shit because like I like had no idea and that like changed the fucking game you know what I mean like when you can like throw out a towel and be like I have this face wash and some face lotion if you want or if you want to shampoo your hair like it's fine like you can make someone feel really at home and if you really like someone that's a really good feeling you know what i mean it means you care about people in general so yeah so that one was really a a little bit of a long one but um let's see the next one this is an interesting one this is about style right so we've talked about your face making your face better maybe a beard maybe glasses i'm not saying cover your face if you're ugly but maybe if you're ugly and you want to cover your face it's not a bad idea moving on beard Glasses right you're making women Feel comfortable you're being like you know not Being overly masculine you're not being a super aggressive Right you're you're Realizing that a woman Might not want to date you just because You think you're attractive and you think you're great right You're realizing that women also Like casual sex sometimes or want to be Friends you know so you have all this Shit But now we haven't talked about what you're wearing right Now theoretically people should Like people for who they are we say that but it's like when people say that i'm always like but look at you like it's never they're never a good example like you know what i mean it's never like people should like people for who they are and then you have fucking like rihanna with fucking like a two like that doesn't happen you know it's realistically we are attracted to people upon first impressions and a lot of people especially a lot of my girlfriends will have they have like a lot of women in general have the have the Maybe this is a male thing that men have been saying to like get out of the friend zone. I'm not sure, but it's the thing that like women know if they want to have sex with them the first five minutes of meeting you. And I like I've seen this specifically, and I've seen this in person where like a woman will like clam up as soon as she meets someone because it's like oh shit, but it's like ah. Oh. So it's like <laughs> so it's like one of those things where. <sighs> It's like, it's one of those things where you want to present your best self. You know, I had a friend, um, maybe like three years ago and he was like, man, I just never get any girls. And like, you get girls all the time. And at this point I was like, not really like, I, it was what I would not describe this as getting girls, quote, quote. So like, he was like, you know, like if that gives you an indication of this level where he was. So I was like, bro, listen, first of all like if you really want to know you smell awful all the time like you just like i was being very candid because we were friends and i was like if you really want to know you smell awful you're not showering i can tell you're not brushing your teeth your teeth are very clearly like you have shit in your teeth right you have a unibrow and unibrow's are kind of cool now but it's like not if you know it's cool with you know so you have a unibrow and it's very very thick your skin is oily to the point where i can i can also see dead skin hanging off of your face and like you just wear normal clothes like it's fine to wear normal clothes but all this compounded your clothes are average and your like whole being and presence is below average and this i'm being candid with you guys this is not how exactly how i said it and this is sounds mean people should like people for who they are yes but simultaneously if you are at the bottom of what you consider your bottom why am i not getting anyone And you can make improvements that are obvious, like just wash your face, brush your teeth, wash your hair, shower with soap. Maybe not if that's your thing, but, you know, you have to know your pH levels. You know, it's like do the basics that everyone does before you start complaining that you aren't getting anyone, you know. And when you do that, then you look, I think then is when you can look and be like. You know what? Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe I'm in the wrong place. Maybe this shit doesn't matter cuz just fuck it, you know? But like until you like are the basic human, I feel like it's not like fair. So if you're like one of those motherfuckers that li- that's listening to the podcast and you're like, "I just never get anyone." And like I never like can attract anyone or or something like that, right? And you're thinking this. But like at the same time you can think, "I haven't washed my hair in 4 days." I haven't, like, brushed my teeth in, like, a few days. Like, I was in quarantine. Obviously, me too. Feeling so, Like, whatever. But, like, you get the general idea. Like, I, I put on clothes in the morning and give no general thought to it. Like, that's fine. But that's the person you're going to get. You're going to get the person that likes somebody that doesn't brush their teeth, doesn't brush their hair, doesn't wash their face, doesn't exfoliate, doesn't. Exfoliating is so important, dudes. If you haven't, like, can we talk about this for a second? Exfoliating, quick tip. This is a tip. This is fucking advice. Take this shit, right? olive oil and sugar, mix it together until it's, like, a little bit lumpy, like, almost like oatmeal. You wet your face, and then you put, put some of that on your fingers, and you scrub your face, and it takes all the dead skin off, and it makes your skin, like, velvety. And it's like, fucking... If you have not never exfoliated, you're missing out. And, like, I get a lot of comments on my skin, like, a lot of comments on, like, people touching my skin, and, like... Like, that's, like, the one of the number one things. And, like, I don't think I realized how much style and self-care was important at least in terms of like women or like because they don't see people do that you know they don't see men do that because it's like gay you know what i mean or it's usually like a little bit but like i remember specifically like like lately i've been really getting into it and lately i've been getting called beautiful by like women more now than in my whole life and i hope you're not laughing because like i like it because like beautiful things are like almost hard to describe you know what i mean like when you see someone and you're just like man the sun hit you that's just fucking beautiful like that like i never got that before because i never cared about like my skin to this extent or my hair keeping it like shiny and like fresh but like again i do more than the average person because i'm also a performer keep that in mind keep that in mind that's very important and i'm also black so i need to put lotion on so i'm not ashy i need to do a lot of stuff with my hair so it's not nappy so that's like So it's not like... What I'm not saying is if you're white, you're better off because you don't need to do these things. But a lot of the things we've accepted as normal in society are, like, white standards. You know what I mean? So, like, how you can just not put on lotion. It's just because, you know, white people, like, white men typically just don't put on lotion because they don't know that they're ashy because they don't care, you know? And so, like, people are like, what? Half the world puts on lotion. So it's, like, shit like that. I don't know. So, like, men typically don't do that shit. And it's... It's, I think it's good to do. Self-care shit is good, but style is good. So how do you get your style right? Well, there's a difference between fashion and style. So fashion is fast, in my opinion. Fashion is H&M shit. Style is style. Anderson Pack has great style. He doesn't do fashion, really. You know, he might do a little bit of fashion, but great style. Look up Anderson .Paak. He's an artist that I really like. Someone with a very unique style. Bruno Mars has style. You know what I mean? Like he will always look like Bruno Mars. Just now that, that was Bruno Mars in 2010? That was Bruno Mars in 2011? That was Bruno Mars? You know what I mean? Lakeith Sandfield has style. He loves like weird shit. The dude from Atlanta, the guy from Sorry to Bother You, weird shit. It's always weird with him, you know. And like they never. All these people are very different. None of them dress the same, and none of them follow the current trends really. But they all have this style. That's so, they keep it slightly updated, you know what I mean? So like Johnny Depp might wear a shit ton of rings in 2001 with a with a collared shirt and jeans, but in 2001 maybe they were boot cut jeans. In 2010 maybe they're skinny jeans. In 2018 maybe they're straight leg jeans. It's kind of always the same look, but he updates it. So that's how you can kind of not be like a fucking time capsule, but also... Right now, it's kind of wearing the air of wear whatever you want, but it's like, but you have to have the confidence to do it; otherwise, you look like trash. So it's like it's one of those things where, again, this is very judgmental. This is like from a candid spot. So keep this in mind. This is like my private pod, not private, but you know, it's like my thoughts to you directly. I don't have to sugarcoat this shit. You know what I mean? Because we're not. It's just me and you. It's me and you, baby. Me and you all the way. So, style it's style you have to i think finding your style is more important than being fashionable you know what i mean i like being fashionable because i think it's fun i like to try to be fashionable try to wear things that i think are like in the moment but at the same time like i know my general style is i like things that are like a little bit weird i like things that are have fun patterns and i like things that fit well that's like my general style you know so i'll usually always have something weird something shiny something that fits well and like any, any i'll have one thing that fits really well and, and usually the other things don't really matter so usually it'll be like you know like my pants will fit really well and my shirt will fit really well and then the pants can be kind of loose or weird but you know you get the general idea that's just me so like it's about finding your style and something that someone told me my homie abby told me this she's a stylist and she told me that What you learn in, like, styles, fashion school, I don't really know what you would call it, is the rule of ones and twos. I don't know if you guys know about this rule, but I just recently heard about this rule. So the rule of ones and twos is that when you put something basic on, it's a one. And when you put something kind of fancy on, it's a two. So if if I have a pair of really nice sunglasses, that might be a two. If I have a a jewelry set on that's, like, really unique, that might be a two. You know what I mean? Uh, But regular jeans, that's a one. A jacket apparently is always counted as a two. This is what she told me. Uh, And you can combine items together. So like my socks and my shoes, that could be a two together if they're really nice. Or maybe it's just a one. Maybe I'm just wearing like normal shoes, chucks and tube socks. You know what I mean? So what she says is that you want to be over a seven. So if you put on jeans, a t-shirt, shoes, jeans, t-shirt, shoes, that's a three. And a three is apparently bad. This is what she says in terms of style. Also, I'm in New York, so keep in mind, if you're like, why does everyone care? I'm in New York. I'm in New York, and I'm young, and I'm in the entertainment industry, so if this pertains to you, like, let it pertain to you. So, she said that, yeah, uh, seven is a good number. Eight is, like, the sweet spot, and anything above is just candy, apparently. That's what she said. But you can obviously do too much, but you want to be around that eight eight mark, apparently. So, uh, you can count your outfits, is what she told me. This is what she's telling me. I can't, like, you know, give you guys this good advice. I'm not super big in the fashion like that but you can count your outfits and you want to add up to about eight. And if you have about eight, that's good. And if you don't, maybe it's time you add some shit to your, your collection. Cause you know, I like to add things that people like look at me for, like stare at me for a second. I like to like wear things like that. Cause I like that. You know, I like that a lot. And the, um, I don't know. The other thing to this is kind of a combination of the last one and the first one. Uh, this isn't like another point. This kind of goes into the whole style thing. So I love cologne. Recently, I've recently gotten really into cologne, like the last six months, because I love the idea that I can like go somewhere and smell like whoever I want to smell like. You know, I can go to an event and smell like I'm perfectly suited for that event. And there's also a lot of colognes. People just get one and wear it everywhere. And like theoretically, if you just smell good all the time, for sure. But like I like to like smell like different people. And there's like very specific reasons that really don't matter. So for instance if I only have one cologne, and it smells like someone that someone has known before, then I'm going to remind them of that person, whether that memory is good or bad, so when I wear, like, Agua de Gio, or something like that, which is, like, um, or Armani, right, if you wear an Armani cologne, and that smells like a lot of our dads, smells like my dad, honestly, but I wear, it like, you know, for, like, a, maybe a more fancy night, but, like, if someone really didn't like their dad, that's a weird smell, you know what I mean, so maybe if I'm going somewhere, like, an LGBTQIA plus, or that's not a good example. Um, maybe if I'm going like to a women's march, I wouldn't want to smell super masculine. You know what I mean? And you might be like, "Well, why do you wear cologne to a march?" I don't know. Like, it's just an example. I might want to not want to smell like someone's fucking dad or their brother or their husband. You know? So that's like, it's good colognes for this. Is for summer. This is for winter. This is for a night out. This is for a night in. This is for if you want to turn heads. You know? I like having different options for colognes. And there's a lot of really great cologne reviewers out there on YouTube. And like, I like to watch the female ones. This is a good tip. I like to watch the female ones because sometimes they'll sniff something and their eyes will like roll back or something like that. And I'm like, that's it. And she'll be like, I can't stop. Like in the videos I'll watch, they'll spray it once. I'll be like, I just can't fucking stop spraying this shit. And I'm like, that's the one I need to get because like girls know what makes girls smell good. You know, guys think they know what smells good, but it smells good to you because you're a man, right? So it's like, We don't always have to smell manly is what I'm learning. Like, I like to smell sweet most of the time, actually, and maybe, like, fresh, but I don't like to smell super, like, musky because, like, that musk reminds people of dads. Um, For me, it reminds me of dads, and I like sweet because, like, when you smell something that's sweet, you can't get, like, enough of it. You're like, what is that? What is that? What is that? So I'm, like, really into sweet fragrances lately, which are really good for winter because if it's sweet in the... Like, this is, like, a good rule of thumb. If it's sweet in the summer, it's going to smell, like, sticky and hot, like melting candy almost. And if it's sweet in the winter, the coolness of the air will make your cologne like really flourish. So like for summer, really like fresh fragrances are good because like while you're sweating and maybe getting a little musty or musky, it's like your cologne's activating and it's the sweet, like the lemony and the fresh smells are coming out. And like girls like really like apparently women really like um, fresh fragrances is what I'm learning fresh fragrances and also like sweet fragrances too but like kind of like the old school musky things are kind of like a thing of the past that i'm learning but maybe you like that and again to each zone everyone's different i'm just telling you what what i know so i've really been getting into cologne lately things that smell like lavender i really like lavender but just things that when i smell them i'm just like you know i think i have a pretty good nose um but like it depends like some guys like will spray ax and they think ax smells good and it's like good is subjective and it doesn't also but still it's like it's like you if i figured out if i wear the right cologne i literally if i'm like laying with somebody or if i'm like or if i'm like talking to someone they'll come closer they smile a little bit more and especially if i'm laying with someone the days where i wear cologne specifically before i lay some with someone like if i'm like laying down or if i'm like taking a nap with someone or if i'm like you know if you're doing the thing that you might do like they like will like fucking come for your neck like and like try to breathe you fucking in this has happened a lot this has happened like i won't say a lot this has happened a few times where it's like noticeable like you are this close to me for the specific purpose of smelling me and if you really like someone that's fucking fantastic you know do all this shit make them feel comfortable fucking smell good get your shit to have some character all these like things that we're talking about like are things that I think can differentiate you, so when you're finally like, I'm not like other guys, they're like, actually, you are, and you're not just the guy that fucking wears Calvin Klein one, and thinks that, he's like, yes, because that's my stepdad's favorite clone, so I fucking hate it, but yeah, the guy that just fucking, you know, you know, you know the type, you know the type, you know the type, so yeah, so, we are have a few more, let's see what is next, okay, so, the rule of sevens, that's a good one for style, so, so far, we've talked about sex, not all girls wanna wanna be your partner, right? We've talked about beards and glasses symmetry, right? We talked about making people comfort comfortable, right? We talked about style, right? We talked about smelling good and shit like that, which is kind of a part of style. Now I have two more. The first one is I don't really know which one this is, so I'll say uh, I'll go with this one: feminism, right? Now this is take this with a very 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 large grain of salt. Feminism is cool. It's trendy. Period. I care about people. Hashtag all lives matter. No, not really. But I care about like everyone. I try to to the best of my capacity. Specifically, I care about women and minorities. Women and minorities have a lot of the same struggles. And I know that for a lot of the shit that women get, I will also get that shit. For a lot of the shit that black people get, women will also get that shit. For that specific reason, pragmatically, as in like logically, I am a feminist because I want myself to be able to have everything that a white woman has and a white man has to be able to have those opportunities. That's what I want. So I fight for women who are below white men also as well for me. Now, this may not be like me going to protests every week. Maybe it's me writing an opinion editorial. Maybe it's me talking to my friends. Maybe it's me making a podcast. Maybe it's me making content for YouTube. But like I'm not super big into marches. And I know it sounds kinda weak, but just like I'll explain it. I actually explained it in the my my killer, my Killer in the Mayor podcast. That was one of my most popular podcasts. Um check that one out. It's all about the the protesting scene in New York. But Uh, that's a, that's the general idea, but that's why, like, at least I, this is how I do it, because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people march, a lot of people write, a lot of people create ideas, a lot of people organize, but everyone has different pieces, you know, so for me, like, I am a feminist, as I will say a lot, because it helps me selfishly, but there's nothing wrong with selfishly being like, I want to help me, and women simultaneously there's nothing wrong with that that's called intersectionality and that's something that we don't think about and that's why protests and movements are so difficult however for you you have to come up with your own reason to be a feminist right you don't have to be a feminist obviously and there's a lot of things in radical feminism that people don't agree with and that i don't agree with and there's a lot of things in black feminism that i don't agree with but in general i believe that women and men should have the same things access to the same things right especially black women. So so I believe this and I talk about it a lot and I don't give a fuck. And I surround myself with people who like that on purpose. And it's not like I have friends that aren't feminists and I still talk about it with them. But I think a huge part, at least for me, I don't know if this is true, but at least for me, if I knew a woman was super, super down for just black people, right? And like in an unpretentious way that was genuine and I could feel it. Maybe it was because she's like, you know what? I have a black boyfriend and I need to fight for this black boyfriend. You know, if, if this was the case, I would find that to be the sexiest thing ever. I would find that to be so fucking hot just with me. And like seeing someone like create a cohesive argument, defending like something they believe in is so attractive to me but also you know i'm an argument person but i like to think the other opposite way happens so i like to like the a lot of times where i get like again it's like you could see it as performative but it's how i feel but it's one of the things where if i make a story and it's about women the most people that comment are women you know what i mean and it's like it's because women like people that support women for the most part and it's like it's it's a byproduct of how i am you know and I think, again, you have to genuinely find your reason is, is your reason to, for being a feminist should just be that women should be equal. But maybe it's more complex than nuanced or equitable. You know, maybe it's more complex or nuanced. I don't know. But again, it has to be genuine because there's nothing worse than a fucking dude is performing feminism to fucking get chicks and they don't believe it or stand by any of the things that they say, you know, and that's like what I'd never want to be, especially because I can be quoted so easily with all these podcasts. So I try to genuinely care about women. In general, again, my mom was a single mom. It's like a single black mother, so it's like it's very important to me. And I try my best. I try my best. I say wrong things. I do wrong things. I have done wrong things, but I try my best to to really show that I'm a feminist outwardly, and not like preaching, but just like you know, like the things I post are about black people and women. The things on my story about black people and women. My podcasts are about black people and women typically that's like that's like my two big things so it's like i'm trying to in the most least pretentious way possible say caring about women is a great way to get laid specifically not to get laid but if you can fucking care about women make everything better and be a more attractive person because of it fucking do it dude you know what i mean like if you can fucking like i said before if we can fucking do a magic show i can make a thousand dollars and give charity money simultaneously there's nothing wrong with working hard with the charity to like promote it you know there's nothing wrong with promoting you don't have to be it doesn't have to be shitty just because you're giving money away you know and you don't have to give all the money away just because you're giving money away you know so it's like whatever your motive is for feminism we don't all have the same motive And what I'm not, again, what I'm not saying is, I'm trying to be so clear what I'm not saying is be a feminist to get fucking pussy. But what I am saying is, if getting women is a byproduct of feminism and the goal for men in society apparently seems to be getting women to like maybe keeping women down, that might be it. Uh, I should have rephrased that. But I guess the goal for men is sex. When you crack it all down, break it all down, our society is run by sex, right? So if the goal if the goal or your goal is to find a woman that you like mine specifically is to find a feminist woman a strong feminist woman that i like that i love per- preferably uh you know i try to emulate feminism so that way i emulate is like showing feminism not like pretending to be feminist but like i try to emulate feminism because i want someone that's going to be attracted to that and let me know so that way i can work Less hard to find someone <laughs> So that's it's not like once I get a wife Fucking feminism's over bitch Like it's definitely not how I feel But you know you get the general idea My my point is be a good person And hopefully people will find that sexy simultaneously That's my point So like why not be good When it's also sexy There it is bam. So last but not least We come to the end And now the end is near and so I don't sing, but the last thing that I found that helps you helps get women. And I use the term "get women" use loosely. I use it like because it's like really funny to say, in my opinion, get women, get women, get women. You know, like the goal isn't to get women. Like you know, you can't like collect them. I guess. I guess you. I don't know what people do. But it is, in my opinion, this is. So, this is like the worst fucking shit ever. I hate this shit. I fucking hate this shit. But I have to do it, right? The the last thing to quote-unquote get women, quote-unquote, is to be yourself. Now, you might be like, what does that mean? Fuck that shit. I've heard that my whole life. Now, I'm going to try to explain this, what this means for me, right? I spent just about my whole life trying to, in my adult years, trying to make up for the, the time I didn't get to talk to girls when I was a kid, right, and I tried everything in the book, specifically the playbook from How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson, all that shit is what I thought was getting, was getting women, you need to trick women, you need, like, that's like, men are taught, you say whatever you need to say to get a woman, that's what, like, we're kind of taught from, especially from that era, from that era, you know, Barney would do anything just to fuck a girl, you know what I mean, and it's, we're taught, you know, like, you know, like, you have to be the funny one, you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, you have to, and girls a lot of times will say, like, make me laugh, so, like, it's, like, it's, not both ways, but it's, like, one of the things where women expect you to know what to do, women expect you to make them laugh, you know, women expect you to do the, and, you know, like, maybe you do make, not everyone's funny, you know, I don't know, like, I guess, but, but it's... And also, I guess, guys expect women. Uh, I want to say guys expect women to be funny, but what I've heard from my comedian friends is that guys don't like funny women because they get intimidated by them and also, like, butt hurt. So, like, we'll see. But <laughs> it's, like, being yourself, I didn't truly find people that liked me for me until I just stopped, like, giving a fuck what I posted. You know what I mean? And, like, specifically... Specifically? Specifically? Specifically the last year... But, like, I would always, like, try to hide my magic because I thought it, people thought it was lame or weird. I would always try to hide the fact that I care about, like, black things so much because I thought people would think I'm too black, right? And I thought, I thought I tried to do all these things. I tried to, like, dress normal because I wanted to be normal. And I just wanted a normal job. So I started working normal jobs. And I wasn't, like, super happy. And also I was meeting bum-ass people, right? it's because everyone's normal when you're normal you meet normal people right so if you're like fun or if you're interesting or if you're quirky i guess like let it show is what i'm trying to say i'm not like this isn't like let your freak flag fly motherfuckers It's just camp rock like not that shit exactly but like if you do something weird like showcase it you know if you really like something strange tell people about it you know like i've had when I, like, talk about the history of black magicians, if, like, a woman asks me about it, no matter who it is, like, old or young or something about that, I can always see, like, the almost, like, not, like, all women admire me. I'm trying to figure out a way to say this. But the admiration in their eyes if someone's interested in me and I talk about something that I like is the same admiration I get when someone tells me about something that's super interesting to them in a non-pretentious way. But, like, in a non-pretentious way, I think I, I might have told you guys about the girl that was a, a linguist student. She came over and goes... I just want to let you know first off, I have, like, this is like a year ago. She's like, I have no interest in magic and I don't think it's interesting at all. And she's like, But what really is interesting is linguistics. And let me tell you about it. Brings out a book and starts reading to me. And I'm like, This isn't cool. This is pretentious. You know what I mean? This is annoying. And it's like, it was one of those things where I'm like, Do I not like this? Because she's a woman. I'm like, No, this is just a fucked up story. Like, this is like, What the fuck? Like, who does that? Like, I've never, like, the story sounds fake having someone walk into your house and be like, I have no interest in what you do, even though you've made it clear that that is probably your life let me tell you about me, and I, I'm still in school, like, that's, like, that's exactly what happened, so, like, something like that isn't being yourself, that's, like, trying too hard, you know what I mean, but, like, for instance, I would love posting long stories, and on my Instagram, really long stories, like, 20 (laughs) slides long, and my friends almost fucking hate it, so I, I went through a phase where I was, like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't post anymore, and, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I gonna post as much as I want, and I'll post a story that's super fucking long, I'll post one that has nothing to do with anything, and, like, the things is, like, the most people that, like, sliding in your DMs is not an indication of how attractive you are to the world, but, like, the most, the days I get the most, like, messages from people are the days where I post something that's, like, this is not funny, but this is great for me, you know what I mean, that shit, like, that's the, sh- that's though, that's when I get people, like, hitting me up, or if I, like, fucking change my Hinge profile, all my weird pictures, and, like, have like weird prompts you know or like it's very sarcastic like i am like that's like those are the days where like, i get the most swipes or something like that you know what i mean or or the days where i'm meeting friends and like oh yeah my friend RJ's coming and i just dress however the fuck i want you know maybe like i've been recently doing like buns so i've been doing like four buns in my hair um kind of like basquiat like basquiat bun style like i don't know just, they just don't match not even and i just do it and I like throw on fucking like overalls Without a fucking shirt or something like that And I'll just go somewhere And people are like, you look great And I'm like, I'm just like I just, I might, nothing was working So I just did something You know what I mean? And it's like, those are the days that The, 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 the most, I get, the, you know I wear what I want to wear now You know, I buy cheetah print If I want to buy cheetah print Yesterday I bought a sweater that was hand knit By an old lady And it had chameleons on it And it's ugly But I'm going to wear the fuck out of it And people will give me fucking compliments You know what I mean? And they will, I know they will, I can t- fucking tell So it's like My room, I have like this weird Duck thing in it, and I have this picture Of a rabbit smoking a joint, and my defund The police sign for my first protest And Just like, you know I dress how I want to dress, cause I think it's fun You know, and sometimes I dress a little bit more Feminine, sometimes I dress more masculine Sometimes I wear a shit ton of jewelry, sometimes I wear, don't wear Any jewelry, sometimes my hair is in buns sometimes it's in, I wear pigtails sometimes, sometimes I wear Like a bun Sometimes I wear a ponytail, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really a ponytail, because like, I have dreads, so it's kind of like short dreads. But you get the general idea. So I have, like, these different looks. I have the different things I like to do. I love to cook. I never play a sport. I never pretend to play sports. I never pretend I'm athletic. I never pretend I'm really tough. You know, I don't pretend I'm tough. And even though I might be kind of tough, I don't pretend to be tough. So it's like, I... I've realized this kind of, like, softer, like, they call it, like, a soft boy, which I recently learned. I am a soft boy. I didn't realize it, but it's, I I don't, like, try to be a soft boy, but I'm just, like, I'm a fucking boy that was raised by his mom in Wisconsin, you know, like, I was just a mama's boy, so it's just, like, once I was, like, you know, like, It's it's like once I was like, you know what? I'm a mama's boy. I want to decorate my place and go to Bed Bath and & Beyond. And I want to fucking wear what I want to wear and talk how I want to talk. You know, like I used to talk like, yo, what up, fam? What's good? Like, you know, I, it's all the time. And this is like, you know, let me let my fucking voice sound the way I want it to sound. And then people started telling me that like, yo, your voice on the podcast is like really attractive. And I'm like, I had no idea that like my natural voice when I had been performing a voice for years. I've been performing like my my, my fake voice, like, I guess it was, like, a fake voice, I was trying to sound cool for, like, a lot of years, and, like, I didn't, like, all this time, I'd been, like, taking for granted the fact that I have a really nice voice off the bat, you know, like, I, like, everything, everything that I was kind of self-conscious about, I've leaned into, I was always self-conscious about, like, having, like, my hair, like, you know, like, such thick hair and stuff like that, I've leaned into it, you know, I've always been self-conscious about being so skinny, and now I'm leaning into it, you know, I'm like, you know what, no, I'm a fucking model, I'm model-sized, yeah, you know, it's, like, it's not like loving yourself because that's hard. That's a lot harder than it sounds. But it's about being who you are when you wake up in quarantine, I think, will attract the person that is like you or someone that values you for you. So you could, betra- you could like, try to shoot for everyone, be general, and try to just be generally attractive. But you'll meet people who are generally attractive and below. Or you could shoot for, like, a demographic kind of with with everything you are and like with who you hang out with and where you go and like, you know, don't live your life to get women, but people will come into your life, I find, that align with your life path. This is kind of like existential. this is kind of like cosmic, but I, I don't think it, it's not really cosmic, it's just the statistics, you know what I mean? Like nothing in life is really random. So if you're like, so for instance, what we mean by this in statistics, right? Nothing in life is random. People think if I pick names out of a hat, That's random. There's always a pattern. There's always a pattern. There's always a skew and odds, right? So if you're like, I'm just going to randomly meet the love of my life one day, that never really happens, right? You go places that interest you with people who probably have similar interests to you. And then you find someone you are attracted to who's also attracted to you. And in that room, that is most likely like two people, one person. You know what I mean? It's never really random. It's always highly contrived. We just don't know. So... So you could pretend, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to meet someone because it's all random, but all, you're always pointing yourself, right? So maybe if you go to a book club, you're going to find someone that likes that book, that, that author that you like, and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, go out and do what you want. But I mean, like, if you emulate what you want in a person with yourself, people will find you from these things, if that makes sense. And, yeah, so this isn't much advice. This isn't cosmic shit. This isn't follow your heart. This is, like, statistically... Nothing is random and even when you think you're not doing anything to find someone you are right and even when you think you're just going out or you don't have a type that's not true there's always a pattern because nothing is truly random so why not like let it work a little bit in your favor you know what I mean so I'll let you think about that but anyway it's the I hate everyone podcast is the weird podcast. This is one where I had a lot to say and it's really based on my life. And again, I don't want you guys to think, like, I'm perfect. I'm so hot. I get so many girls. I fuck so much. That's why you should listen to me. But what I am saying is I've noticed, like, substantial improvements in my life. And I've moved to a city that's known for beautiful people. And in Wisconsin, like, beautiful people inside and out, honestly, a lot of times. And I won't say all the time. But in Wisconsin, it was a lot different because, like, again, I was the black guy in college. And I had to learn how to adult outside of somewhere where i'm not like default wrong if that makes sense in wisconsin i always feel wrong so it's like learning how to be somewhere where it's okay to be black it's great to be black you're celebrated for being black people love black people in new york for the most part i'll say for the most part not cops so it's like it's different like being here again my quality of life has improved just just from moving from wisconsin so i have to take that with a grain of salt but also the things that this has allowed me to do nice free time being completely alone in quarantine doing nothing but thinking about my life how i want to be who i am and seeing the positive results from that these are kind of just all the things i've been doing so keep your fucking room clean organize it get a fucking headboard boys get fucking towels get fucking shit so people can wash their face get cologne that smells good so that you can fucking smell good for different occasions right fucking care about women fucking genuinely care about women have your own fucking interests and shit and also like be vocal that you care about people because people won't be able to find you if you aren't if that makes sense so like cool that you're a feminist by yourself with your one friend like i'm cool that you believe that but if no one else believes that or no one knows you believe that you're all your friends who think feminism is stupid and they don't know any feminists they're gonna think oh yeah i still don't you know what i mean and you could be the feminist that they know or the person that they know that's like hey i know a feminist and they're not that bad and that's how change starts one step at a time Shout out, Nan, no, oh no, no, hold on. Shout out, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, for a second, I was almost at Nancy Pelosi. I was like, Nancy Pelosi didn't die. And then I almost said Gloria Allred, the famous civil rights attorney that also has a few documentaries. She's great. Look up Gloria Allred while she's still alive, please. But, um, fuck, I almost forgot RBG's name for a second. I was like, oh, so many powerful women, so many great women. But shout out RBG. She's, she's dead. Um, great fucking women go watch your movies two movies one on the basis of sex and the other one is um rbg just on hulu on the basis of sex is on showtime and there is um a free trial for a month so you can definitely watch it today i don't know why i'm doing this there's thank you for listening to the i hate everyone podcast i hope you guys are having a wonderful awful day and i will talk to you guys next time go out and find yourself somebody to love